3: At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222, because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business.
2: And shine St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPN TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube
3: and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson.
4: 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Welcome friends to the Mungan S St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, seven o'clock hour. We're in the Michelob Ultra Studios. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Sullivan Vaughn, Kenneth Iggy Strode. Uh, Action Jackson and the Plowhawk with you on the program. Come on in, friends. The water is warm. 314 881 TMA 5. Engineer Design Facilities text inbox. Call in 636 TMA and email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Doug, it is March 8th, and now you start to talk about the tournament.
2: Yeah, well, I start to talk about how I'm not going to be much good to you because we're in the 30s with rain here today, Tim. I just don't know how i could possibly be much good to anybody
4: right now snuggle up and warm up hey, well, plenty of room in here for us
2: i thought we were about done with this but no we got a full week ahead of whether just this bad or worse
4: uh, iggy uh, you you told us that that winter was over are you starting to wonder if it truly is indeed over
3: no i said no more temperatures in the teens are they in the teens Doug? doug no. All right, well, it's not winter.
4: I
2: don't believe you just said no more in the teens. I think we all know that.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I would have Where's Buck the heads Swope? Up Does he have the audio? His... Oh, yeah, Swope needs to get busy.
3: I said no more weather in the teens. That's winter. Teens, 10, 15. 20s? High 20s. That's not winter.
2: Oh, come on. Below <laughs> freezing is not winter? I don't think so. Oh for heaven! What is it? What do you call that? Spring, (laughs) fall time. Twenty-eight degrees. Wow, wonderful! Spring is here. Kind of fall. That's not fall.
3: Well, I said no more snow, no more weather in the teens, no more ice, and that's you're not gonna see that. So to me that that's winter over. I can put up with high twenties in the end of winter.
2: Oh come on, that's cold. High twenties is cold.
3: You get out of your car. You get into your nice, warm mug and ash, you walk into a studio, you park in the garage. What, do you feel the cold for 30 uh, seconds are, a these day?
2: Are, these are tough times.
3: Yeah. They are. Doug's right. Yeah. Well, if you'd know how to send an elevator down, I wouldn't have to sit out there and I freeze. did send it down. Oh, no. I absolutely not sent it the elevator again. Well, you're not good at it, just like you can't download Apple. Can't what? figure out an elevator.
2: <laughs> when did I ever try to download Apple?
3: <laughs> well, you were on the fan page asking for all kinds of advice because you couldn't get it working.
4: Doug, you go to the fan page for advice. I went for advice on like how your to, the how to, how to get
2: the soccer game on the uh, Apple Plus. Yeah, there you oh. go.
3: You couldn't download Apple, so you forgot that I already? Had,
2: I had already downloaded it. Oh, this. sounds
4: like Iggy was right. It's two days ago.
2: I had downloaded it. I didn't download. Well, I had the app. Little did I know that when you add the uh, MLS package, you have to completely uninstall the app and then reinstall it to get it to work. I didn't know.
3: Yeah. Willie really regardless. I, I hate that word. It's not even a word, is it?
4: No, it isn't. Uh, no, but it is the title of uh, Kevin James's tour, and you can win tickets for that on the TMA app. It's uh, Wednesday, September 27th uh, at... Uh Stiefel. And then you can also win tickets to Guns N' Roses via the TMA app. Why wouldn't you download the TMA STL app? I wonder why people wouldn't do that. I don't know. But you should. You can get everything there. Old clips, live clips, watch the show, and participate in contests. It's the TMA app contest. Um, And you probably should think about it while you're there.
3: Why wouldn't you? Exactly. Not only is it a great app, but you get free stuff. Well, you may get free stuff.
2: As cool as it is, you can't go outside. You may as well sit inside and download apps. Well,
3: here, I'll give you something for free.
2: There we go. Not nice. you,
3: but the listeners. Um, if you're interested, tomorrow night, mm-hmm. uh, one of the my top 20 guitarists of all time, uh, Eric Johnson is in town. I have three tickets that I can't use. I got seats. These are general admission. Uh, three seats to Eric Johnson tomorrow at the pageant. If you want to go, just DM me and they're yours.
2: First right. guy to do it, or does he have to? Yeah,
3: first person to DMs mm-hmm. me. that want to go.
4: What do you got going on tomorrow night, bro?
3: I'm going. I just... Oh. Well... Uh, Melissa gave me the seats, and uh, I asked for two. And the pageant is back to giving out paper tickets, so if you collect ticket stubs, no, you're good. Um, and I asked for two, and I guess there was one stuck together, so I had three. And then I asked her, "Do we have seats for this?" And she got me two seats in the balcony, because I don't want to stand all night. Um, so I have these three extra seats. That if anybody wants to go, there is. You can get there and get as close as you want. You can be right on the stage if you want.
2: That's a nice offer. All right. So you're going to be checking your DMs now? There's well, probably one already. If this guy is as cool of cat as you claim he is.
3: Well, I get DMs all the time, but I'm just being nice if you okay. want to go DM me in the tickets. Are well, yours. keep
2: an eye on that, because if someone claims it, then we, we'll announce the winner.
3: Well, I will. I'm not going to do it now.
4: Oh, okay. Wow. Doug, back off. Okay. Jeez. So I'm going to go just DM me. Uh, call, uh, get involved in the program. Text in. Coming up at 9 o'clock, Jeremy Rutherford with us. Great game last night, Blues and Coyotes. We're going to break down period by period. First period in the 7 o'clock hour, break down the second period in the, in the 8 o'clock hour, presented by Appliance Discounters, and then we'll break down the third period with JR. Uh, Coyotes and Bruins are kind of expected to be the Stanley Cup matchup. So you got a little beat behind the Western Conference's representative. I don't know. Uh, last night, uh, Doug.
2: The Coyotes aren't that good, really. They're, what they're 20, 22, 32, and 10. They're hopelessly out of it. The Blues have just shut it down completely. They have stopped.
3: <laughs> yeah, if they wouldn't have won that game the other night, they'd be on track to maybe lose 20 in a row.
4: This is why well, I that's don't... good news if you want Connor Bedard because now their chances continue to increase. They have the eighth fewest point total in the NHL, and they are now up to 5% to win the draft lottery. Think about that.
2: Uh, this is why I hate tanking, even though it may, not necessarily, but it may turn out to be the right thing to do. I, I just hate tanking because I hate to lose a third of a season to not caring, and it's hard to care when you watch now. It, the front office didn't care. Why should the fan base care?
1: You should have stopped caring a month ago, Doug. I didn't. Like, <laughs> when they were when fault. they were
2: six points down and won three in a row and were just getting Tarasenko and O'Reilly back. No, I had not given up. I don't. You, I don't like to give up.
1: You've watched this team play. Am I correct? Sure. This isn't a Stanley Cup team. Certainly
2: isn't now. No, may not have been before. Probably wasn't before. But, geez, I just I just hate not trying.
1: I mean, if you don't tank, you're you're kind of in just purgatory right now because you have guys you have to pay. You have Shannon a long-term deal. You have Pareko. You cannot move. He's on a long-term deal. Nobody wants him. You got Bennington, somewhat aging. I mean, he's the only superstar on this team. I I, I don't know really what you have moving forward if you kind of just just linger along and get a tw- you know the 24th overall pick and that's how you're rebuilding one low rated first rounder at a time i mean that does that that does nothing well you would for have had franchise. you would have had
2: money to spend that you're not no longer spending on Teresinko and O'Reilly well no you have the and, Cairo and Thomas there and Achari campaign. who's also going to be a, a free agent so you would have had money to spend that you're spending big bucks on those guys
1: yeah, but if you didn't, okay, so you have a ton of money, but you don't have Tarasenko, O'Reilly, Cairo, or Thomas at this point with your scenario. Well, with at this the money point that... now,
2: you have no hope now, but at the time, had those guys played it out, see if you could win, and then left, you would have had that money that you spent on those guys to go out and find new free agents.
3: But then you lose them. Now you got two first-round draft picks.
2: Well, but you lose them, but you would have replaced them. You would have replaced them with other free agents. I, this, this may turn out to be the perfect scenario. I'm just saying, I don't like it. They
4: only have $4.6 in cap space, though. Even Next with year or, or now? Go.
2: Next year or now?
4: Next year.
1: Because the Cairo Thomas deal kick in, so that you know, that kind in of
4: eliminates... In addition the you uh, know. defensive core oh. costing quite a bit of well,
2: You could have gotten one player maybe for that. Yeah, <clears> I think
1: <throat> looking back, the krug Pareco deals are probably the ones you probably shouldn't have done. But yeah, had no point, you know, had no choice with Petrangelo leaving, you had to replace and then Pareka was, I guess, an up and coming player at the time. He was that's at the, the money time. that really is terrible. I mean, that's the money you hate to see go to those two players.
4: I guess Uh, from the three one four, Pareko is still a desirable commodity in the league, no matter what your professional opinion is, Plouzey. That's from the three one four.
1: Well, I just again, I'm not looking at his data, looking at you know every game. I'm looking at the stats. I'm looking at his size, and I I see how he plays. If he's desirable, then I mean, by all means, you know, other teams have at it. I just
4: don't see it. He had some. I think he's he's desirable, kind of in a bowmeister role, but not as your top defenseman in that oh, top yeah. pairing. I think that is where the light has shined brightly on his issues.
1: Well, he's, he's but got he's got a contract not desirable. Him as a player in a second or third line scenario maybe. He can't play a, pay a player $6.8 million to be a third line defenseman. No.
2: He's so had a rough right. year. But he's got a big shot. He's fast. He's huge. So that's what they see in him. They think, come on, you got to be better than this. We, when we saw him play no, much better six than foot he
1: is. He's 6'5 and plays five, like a 5'5 five five mm-hmm. player. I mean, Krug has more tenacity and physicality, and that dude's half the size of him. Pareko is Charmin
4: soft.
2: Oh, don't say Charmin
1: soft. Oh, he's absolutely Charmin soft. So I'm surprised he's desirable.
4: Uh, When Jeremy Rutherford joins us, you can send in your questions for JR. That'll be at 9 o'clock. It's presented by Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. 314-889-0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com. Mark Hanna moved to St. Louis a few years ago after spending time in Western Europe as a diplomat. And getting the Berlin Wall torn down—that was Reagan. Um, nope, actually, if you if you look it up, it was Mark Hanna. Uh, Ronald Reagan was there. I I agree with you on that part, but Mark Hanna the was. one who, who Mr. addressed <laughs> who addressed down Mikhail down wall. And now he uh, now he uh, helps people with uh, their financial planning yeah. in St. Louis, uh, which was a surprising career change. But what a what a windfall for St. Louisans. 314 889 0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com. It's Mark Hanna with Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Evergreenstl.com. Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Ryan Kelly is the title sponsor. And Doug, I've got him online at thehomeloanexpert.com and I've got him as our title sponsor for a decade. How do you do? How do you do, JD Drew?
2: Whoa, well. You're doing all right if you're listening to him with the credit card advice and how to get rid of that. Credit card rates right now average around the country 19.1%. That's the highest since July of 1991. If you're carrying a lot of credit card debt, there's something you can do about that to get rid of it and improve your financial status. And that is to get a cash out refi through the home loan expert. 35% of households are taking on new credit just to cover basic expenses. If you're a homeowner, you don't have to live like this. If you've got equity in your home with a simple cash-out refi, you can pull out that equity, and the Home Loan Expert will give you your cash at closing. Start fresh on the path to financial freedom today at thehomeloanexpert.com. Let Ryan Kelly and his staff show you how to do it. It's an easy thing. It doesn't take long. It's not real complicated, and you'll be saving money instantly. That's at thehomeloanexpert.com. Thank you, Ryan Kelly.
4: Thank you, Sir Mortgage. There he is, title sponsor of this program, and 7 o'clock hour sponsor, in addition to Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown sponsor, Munganast, uh, StLouisAcura.com and Altontoyota.com. I think it would be great if they came up with something like where they had like a secret phone number for our listeners to call or text one. the muckety yeah.
2: What? Got one. Yeah. 314-252-0029. You want muckety ah! mucks, that's what you dial. three one four two five two zero zero two nine. 314-252-0029.
4: Let's yeah, say I come up with calling, a phone you're calling uh, the Muckety Mucks at uh, Munganast St. Louis Acura. That's Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, and Peter Munganast. Questions, requests, that's how you can contact them. It's especially for TMA and Balloon Party and Tim McKernan Show podcast listeners. It's the secret phone number, and you can go shopping right now. It's stlouisacura.com or altontoyota.com. And even if you didn't get your car from Munganast, they service all makes and models. Get your car taken care of at Munganast, stlouisacura.com, and Alton Toyota. .com. And while you're there, you ought to think about that.
2: I'm thinking about it right now. What do
4: you think? What well, have you decided?
2: I'm just thrilled to have, to have known them, to, to be able to take my vehicle there. It's just great. It's just such a relaxing, confident feeling knowing that if you got any kind of issue, that's where you go. They'll take good care of you, just like they did with us. That's what I'm thinking record.
4: about right well, they now. They
1: are amazing people. Yeah.
4: They really them. are. We're so General happy to have them. Generous too. You know, they've been at <laughs> many of our live
2: events and donated money. We, we didn't ask them to. They just show up and do it. They're just great people.
4: Uh, Doug, there's breaking news regarding Jeremy Rutherford, and I call it breaking news even though it was in the captain's log from the very beginning, but well, we're going to make it sound like it's a bigger deal. Jeremy Rutherford might not be with us because his plane lands late from Phoenix Oh. So we may push him to tomorrow. I've been told to stay tuned in the captain's log. Stay tuned. Okay. Yep. Right. So, stay tuned.
0: Think okay.
2: About that. Is he just flying back this morning? Or yeah, he, got he took back? off
0: super early this morning. And oh, gosh. So,
1: yeah. I had a lot to write about that game. I mean, the Coyotes
0: mm-hmm. are
2: an up-and-coming team. Not really. That plays in a massive Super <laughs> Well, 4,000 people or so they got. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what they said last night.
4: It's less than five. Doug, it's called Mullet Arena.
2: Yeah, is that what it is?
4: It is. Mullet. Uh, The Blues have uh, a. uh, Let's see. The the Blue Jackets are 18.5 percent to get Bedard. The Blues have the ninth best odds at five percent, but after losing to Arizona, they are now just five. Uh, and six points, respectively, behind the number two and three worst teams in the league, which, according to Jeremy Rutherford, if they could catch them, would increase their chances significantly. Uh, so the Blues have 19 games left, and uh, they play some decent teams. They also play some crap teams, but they, they certainly play some playoff teams as well. Nine of the Blues' final 19 games are against playoff teams, including Minnesota and Dallas twice, and 10 are against non-playoff teams, including Detroit twice. Um, and he has a chart built out on the athletic this morning, and the Blues have a combined record of 14, 14, and 2 against their opponents. That's 30 of a possible 60 points, so right at a point average of 500 for the season. So, with that all said, the Blues are legitimately alive for Connor Bedard. Wow. Can you imagine?
2: And what's he done this year, this Counter Bernard fellow? Okay, let's take it. let's look uh, at his stats. He
4: is considered to be a once in a generation caliber player. That right. is that's the, right. that's the best way I could hit the hole in the description. He of what for, he does.
1: He played for Team Canada at sixteen. Just letting you know okay. that he's the only one to ever do that.
2: Where's he playing you now? Um, I, I mean.
1: I'll just go by total points. He had 123 points in 48 games in the WHL. He had 100 points in 62 games uh, in the WHL a year prior. Um, and he just absolutely is ter- I mean, he's a, a point and a half a game guy. In How
2: big a fellow is this game. rascal?
1: <laughs> Um, I mean, I can guess I look at his stats here. 5'10", okay. 178. Oh, he's a small or 5, guy. T- uh, no, 5'10", 185, excuse
2: me. <laughs> okay. Right, well, it would be great to get him. Super. The odds are way stacked against him that they won't.
1: His last five games, he has seven goals and six assists. He's got <laughs> to pick it up. last 10 games, Man. he has 14 goals, 18 assists, 32 points in his last 10 games. How old is he now? He's 18. 18 Or now. 17, excuse me. 17. He's absolutely a can't-miss superstar. So, And the so University okay. of Michigan has a really solid player that kind of a can't-miss guy as well. So if you can get in the top two or three, I think you're really paying off. If you don't get Bedard, there's still a couple in there.
4: Neil hi, Allen Craig-Pauquette, who is a fan page moderator, says Connor is currently playing up at the St. Peter's RecPlex Beer League. So I guess we could go up there and watch yeah. him if we want to do
2: huff and puff league, is probably why he's getting all his goals. <laughs> He's playing against 55-year-old men. <laughs> point, i assure sure he's playing against top competition at his age.
4: Huh. Well, hey guys, I guess we can were dream. How are the Yotes Kits? Thanks. That's from the birthday, Hawk.
1: Mm. Best in the league. Oh, you're a big Yotes Kits guy? I like the old school ones
4: for sure. They're amazing. I think Jackson's a big fan of the uh, Yotes Kits.
1: Wait, didn't he hate the ones? I thought he hated the new ones. Or I'm talking about the old school ones that they bust out from time to time. Those things are glorious. Really? Yes.
2: I see paid attendance last night, 4,400. Yes, that was was a sellout. That's about like the Centene Center, isn't it? It's got to be embarrassing
1: for the league, right? Like you have a city that doesn't want to support a team that the NHL doesn't want to have relocate. All that is so weird. The NHL is the only one keeping that team there. Like... Nobody in that city really wants them there. At no. least the government. are the, Well, there the are, there are baseball
2: teams that have been in that same boat. Oakland can't draw flies. Pittsburgh can't draw anybody. Tampa struggles, even with a good team, to draw attendance.
4: And a beautiful facility.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God, that place is gorgeous. Uh,
4: awesome. Hammer and Hank, not happy with the Plowhawk. We'd be lucky if Plowzie actually watched a Blues game, but all of a sudden now he knows everything about a draft pick. Wow, that's Hammer and mm. Hank.
2: Well, we were reading the uh, I mean, stats off the internet. That's how we.
4: Yeah, I don't. I haven't watched uh, how many Connor minus highlights to I'd be real lo- transparent with uh, with our audience.
2: Yeah, I mean, it,
1: I mean, how many games did Connor McDavid? Or how many games did people watch Connor McDavid? But you see highlights, you just know. Mm-hmm. You just that type of player that knows. And I don't need to watch every. Pareko highlight to know that he's trash oh, cuz he is on. trash cuz yeah. look at his stats the last 3 years they are trash and he's a trash defenseman. Oh gosh. Who makes 7 million a year? I don't need to watch 62 82 games to make a uh, a proper assessment on a player or a team. Just keep losing. That's the only goal for the Blues at this point.
2: Yeah, I see. I don't like that.
1: I, I realize it's hard to say but it's uh, it's the best thing for the team moving forward.
2: Just keep losing. Just keep. Losing. But now, if they're going to play all these teams that are still in the playoff run, they they owe it to the rest of the league to to play hard to try to beat those teams, don't they? They, they don't... can't lie down when you're playing some team that's in the race to make the playoffs.
1: Now let's do other teams a favor while we do ourselves a disservice. That sounds very humanitarian.
2: Well, it's it's not really the purpose of sports to go out and try to lose.
1: Well, they've done that to themselves. They're not trying to lose. They're losing because of that roster that yeah. they have put together well, right roster now. Roster they got now, yeah. So I think, I don't think they're trying. I think they just naturally have that ability <laughs> to lose every game.
2: Oh. Yeah, but
1: they're playing young like guy. I mean, they're they're playing guy that probably they didn't think we're going to be playing at this time. You know, at the start of the season, I would assume.
4: Yeah, but Frako's not trash. He's just a two, not a one. That's from the slippery turtle. And his stats aren't a two.
1: Like, it just—it's hard for me to get a guy who what has like six goals and like eight assists and is like a minus 19. I mean, that's tough for me to think. Oh, he just—he's not a one. He's a two.
2: Well, half the team is minus 19 or worse. O'Reilly was, what, minus 25 or something when they traded him?
1: I think they have a trio that's like the worst in the league in terms of I a line. I think so, yeah.
2: Is I it possible Pareko is hurt a little bit?
4: Got a Yes, I do think that's possible. Yeah. I agree with that theory.
2: He's playing through it, and all he gets is grief for being out there and playing through it it's not being 100%. A, is it? It's a
1: three-year injury then.
2: Well, he had, <laughs> three you're, you're not years.
1: talking about just this Lighten season. up on the fella. Must have a tweak that he can't
2: can't fix.
3: You take their top six players uh, and put them on a PGA Tour leaderboard; they'd be pretty good.
1: Oh yeah, especially that Cairo line. They're about thirty under. (laughs) Oh, Sick line, by the way. Mm. By Iggy, not the actual Blues line. Okay. We know Puck. All right. I'm glad we got to break it down. Oh, we're
4: serious Puckheads enough of the hockey talk when do we get around to 1985 it girl lane boozler that, mm. that's from arbor day yeah well there was some disagreement i watched the chris rock special last night and i thought it was good did you guys you guys said you didn't like it is that right I you, know you said it. you only laughed a couple times anybody else watching i just saw bits of it i liked it i thought it was funny yeah i, I legitimately liked it and i had seen probably about 80 percent of the material at the enterprise center six weeks ago but i thought it was i legitimately thought it was good I, is it is it being criticized it by other, you know, critics? No, I
3: haven't looked. I don't know. I just, no, I didn't care for it. I'm, I'm sure everybody what, liked what it. What didn't you
4: like? Well, you I just, just, I just think
3: he wasn't that funny. He, you know, took some serious topics and then he just badgered it and beat it to death and repeated himself eight or nine times and uh, then would throw in maybe a funny quip here and there, but then go back to, I don't know. I just, I go back to the days where everything he said was funny.
2: You seem a little bitter, a little down
3: by it. I'm just saying I didn't okay. care for it. I mean, it wasn't awful. Like, oh, I'm turning this crap off. I mean, I laughed a couple of times, but for the most part, it's kind of... Hmm. I, I somebody said he was telling the
2: joke about going to Lululemon and seeing all their woke signs, how they cater to a different type of people, and are definitely not racist. But they sell the pants for $135, and Chris Rock said he'd rather they be racist and sell the pants for $20.
4: <laughs> that is correct. I can confirm that was part of the act.
1: Okay, that's kind of
2: funny. <laughs>
1: it is. Good for
4: <laughs> he, was, yeah, he was making the observation on uh, the business model of multiple companies, which is to uh, market th- their take-your-pick-of-whatever-social-activism is. Like bait, if you will, like when you tweet out as a private citizen that you are against something that is not necessarily a real cutting edge take. Doug, like bait, not click bait, mm-hmm. no. but like bait. I see. Okay. No, I think his the
3: funniest thing I thought was he was comparing men to women, good looking women. He had a little bit where he's talking about if you're a good looking woman like Beyonce, you know, she could be working at Burger King. She could have whoever she wants. Jay-Z working at Burger King. He's not getting a sniff. Um, a <laughs> sniff. But he said, uh, he said, no, you go out to a, you can tell a good neighborhood from a bad neighborhood. He goes, you see a bunch of women walking around in their yoga pants, you know, meeting for coffee, not working, wheeling their kids. Good neighborhood. Now you see guys, nobody working, sitting on a corner, smoking a cigarette, talking to their guys. Get the hell out. <laughs> something that effect
4: (laughs) and uh, yeah that breakdown as he said it i'm like oh he's he's on to something iggy telling the same thing eight or nine times is beating a dead horse you should take notes that's from conclusion (laughs) the stripper
2: gosh gosh we didn't need that
4: well sending the same text nine or ten times a day is kind of sucked too there
2: you go he had that
4: coming (laughs) Guys, Judy Tenuta had a hell of a take on the Blues tanking situation on Facebook yesterday. Have you guys seen that? Thanks. That's from mm. KG in O-Town. No,
2: I did not.
3: Well, she passed away about four weeks ago, but thank you for that update.
4: Just four KG weeks ago? in O-Town now has got to be feeling it. Ago. Maybe a couple mm. months ago.
2: Too soon. Too soon. How old would she have been? 70-something?
3: I would have guessed late 60s, maybe 70s, 70, 71, something like that. Okay.
4: She passed away gonna at 72. 70. I'm going to put it at 70. That's where I'm going to go. 72. She by,
0: uh, October 6, 2022.
4: OMG, are we really doing this? The special is on Netflix. That's from Ghost Gerbil. Doug, what does that mean?
2: I don't know. It means... OMG, OMG. are we, we really
4: doing this? No. The special is on Netflix. He we're,
2: shouldn't say we because he's not doing anything. He's not on the show. He's saying jokes
1: from a special that's on Netflix, and I think he's saying we should spoiler alert I don't know spoilers or maybe we should
4: just but it was a live event Mm -hmm. it was I think one of their first ever live comedy specials which is why as Iggy referenced yesterday he screwed up a joke but it was live so it could not be edited don't
2: pay this texter no never mind
4: no this guy probably hasn't
3: seen it yet and we're giving away all the jokes yeah
4: Oh, oh, you don't have to watch it now. we no. just told Coyotes him. were streamed, and we're breaking that down like we're Don Cherry in here.
2: He's still around anywhere? I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, I don't well, know if he's doing like it
3: anymore. Canada? Hockey Night in Canada still, maybe? I don't know. He's 89.
2: Oh, well, yeah, I maybe about. it's time to retire. I don't know. He was awfully good. He was funny. He was the John Madden of hockey.
4: This segment is called Iggy Butchers a Bit from a Comedy Special He Hated. is brought to you by Fabulous Fish Co. Mm. Are we on the books? No. But we got good fish. Yes, thanks. That's from KG and O-Town. Dougie works with us he sure at does. Hubbard Radio St. Yeah. Louis.
2: Mm-hmm. He sure does.
1: Nearly full time. He'll be here on Monday filling in for me because I'll be uh, really? coming back from Eureka Springs. Yeah.
4: See you I know who's Adrian. going to be on the board. KG and O or Jackson. I let
1: Jackson usually he is in charge of all of us so yeah. I let him kind of decide <laughs> what's best for him. I know KG Jackson is what's your decision. He's the both.
0: executive. I am no executive. I am, I am not. Oh, come just I just, on. I just fall in line. Stop. All right, uh, we'll
3: make the decision for you whenever Paul is out you're on the board. All right wow, there it is.
0: Look, I'm just giving Kiki an opportunity.
1: So he knows how to do the booth. He knows how to do the board.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. No need to add pressure to the young fella. He's good. Yeah,
1: So he'll be here on Monday. I'll be back for my birthday on Tuesday. Yes. I'm, I'm Iggy. I'm, I'm saying my birthday's on Tuesday. So it's my
0: birthday month.
3: <laughs> so what is this like? A, like a, like a nine hour drive back from Eureka Springs? I
2: d-
4: that's no. in Arkansas? Uh-oh. No, we're coming the, back. To the it. vacation police are we're on leaving, the scene. Wait, no,
3: that's
1: fine. I'll explain to Iggy because I, I do it to Doug, too, when he ever he ventures off mm. to the Hampton It's
4: easier States. to get vacation approved by the management mm. than it is by Iggy.
1: Oh, 100%. <laughs> I'd, if I had a choice we'd go to John or Iggy, I'd probably talk to John. Sure. Um, but, no, so we're leaving Friday afternoon. <laughs> this is Arkansas? 2, going to Arkansas. And so we're staying there Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. Oh. Which was new to me And then coming back Monday morning So obviously we'll be Missing the show yeah. I'll be back in the afternoon On Monday Doing you
2: win the lottery Or something?
1: Stop, Doug Oh the Airbnb is great We already got some Dinner plans set up Where are you shopping, going to dinner? Going. Yeah, where are you going? I know. It's, it's my birthday trip So I uh, it's going to be a surprise So I'm excited, Doug Oh
2: You've
3: been hitting Some of the hot spots Lately on your trips
1: we have hit a lot of, I would say, very random places, but they're fun. Hannibal
2: Backwoods, was great. Backwoods, Montana.
1: Bourbon's fun. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, I've I'm, never stepped foot in the state of Arkansas. Oh. I'm jacked up about it.
4: It'll feel a lot like Missouri. Oh, my God. Did you, did you <laughs> intentionally do that? What? Oh, I guess not. Jacked up is the phrase I used when I worked in Arkansas that oh. got me uh, removed from the anchor desk for like four months because the... Uh, general manager, a lady who uh, I don't know how to describe it, She's probably like a member of the 700 Club, for lack of a better term, if you follow uh-huh. me, uh, thought that jacked up meant a reference to masturbation. And she thought I was trying to subliminally communicate my Yankee doctrine mm. to her uh, conservative Christian audience by weaving in references to masturbation during a sports cast about Arkansas football. Oh. It imagine was a whole think, thing at 22 years old imagine experience. Imagine thinking that.
1: And I didn't mean to bring that up. I did not
4: know. Oh, but you that. did it I so didn't... flawlessly. I was like, ooh, look at that. Ar- an Arkansas reference and jacked up. Man, Very nice. I
1: guess me and Tim just, we have that, you know, subliminal connection there. And I just, I don't know. But when I am you, jacked
2: up yeah. about it. When you uh, stated your case to her, did she say, well, isn't that special? <laughs>
4: It didn't. Uh, it didn't. I, I recall coming in that morning. I think it was right around my 23rd birthday. I remember it was September of '99. Arkansas would give up a bunch of touchdowns. I remember Sean Alexander of Roll Tide, and he went on to star for the the Seahawks. Good running back. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Arkansas was playing them. That wasn't the Saban era; it was the Mike Dubose era. And I think he was later terminated for sleeping with his secretary. But um, I came in that morning, and the executive producer said, "Hey, we got to meet." And I said, "What's up?" And he goes, "Susan um, wants to fire you because she says you made a reference to masturbating during your sportscast." Oh, that's unbelievable, man. I said, I didn't. But I mean, when you're 22 and it's your first job, I mean, I had left Columbia two months earlier for this thing and I'm going, but I didn't, but I'm thinking to myself, holy crap, what am I going to do? And he, and he goes, I can't convince her otherwise. She thinks jacked up means jacked, you know, otherwise. And, uh, and so she is not going to allow you on the air and she's going to decide what, uh. What to do here over the next uh, week or two, and I was hmm. not allowed back on the set until January of 2000. <laughs> what did you do because, in the interim? Because uh, they would, because the, she had fired the sports director about two or three weeks before this, and I had just started in July, and it was a three-person department. Imagine that now, Doug—a three-person yeah. department in Little Rock, Arkansas, yeah. Market 57. You might not get but that this in was New York. <laughs> You're right. And she didn't like him, so she whacked him. So then it was me and this other guy, great guy. I'm still friends with him by the name of Brian Stewart. Great guy. And uh, and so now it's the two of us and the only time he would be able to take off is when I would anchor, and so I would anchor, but then because I wasn't allowed on the set because I was a pariah who you never know if I would just weave in a masturbatorial mm-hmm. reference, mm-hmm. they would roll one of the studio cameras through the newsroom, pretty big newsroom too, for the market size, back to the sports office where I would have to do the sports from my desk in the sports office because I was not allowed on the set because <laughs> again, you never know when I'm going to force a masturbation right reference in the middle of the sportscast. You
2: could have still said it at your desk, couldn't you?
4: Theoretically, but it was a way to let her, know, let the audience know that this Yankee wasn't going to force down my, uh, my oh. masturbation references mm. on them.
3: At least you are still getting paid. I was, handsomely. Yeah, well, four months without getting paid, that's, that's quite a suspension.
4: So when you did? Well, I, I mean, I, I wasn't. I was just not allowed on the set. I got paid, but I mean, as you can imagine, I was looking for jobs anywhere and everywhere. I remember I was trying to get a job in East Lansing, Roanoke, Virginia, Tallahassee, Florida. I mean, all the big markets. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! What so, a time. So yeah. doing So sports- jacked up is uh, jacked up is lives uh, lives forever with my peers from KTHV. In Little Rock, Arkansas, Doug. We call it Today's THV, Channel 11. Yeah. Hello again, everybody.
2: That's what I've always called it. So when you're yep. doing sports from your desk, you take the sport coat off and roll up your sleeves. Oh, that's what I should have done. Maybe you would got in the gig and really, East lancing. Yeah, really getting after it.
3: Loosen the tie a little bit, let it hang down.
2: When they come to you, oh you, you have the phone up and you hang up. Oh, sorry, just checking <laughs> on it. <a, double laughs> oh, source. excuse me. I, I didn't
4: know. know you were here. <laughs> oh.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember my doctor told me I needed to stop masturbating.
2: <laughs> I beg your wow. pardon?
3: Yeah, my doctor told me to stop. Like I need to stop masturbating. I said, why? He says, well, I'm trying to examine you. Oh. Doug, was that a sketch or a bit? <laughs> that yeah. was a little bit. That's just a little bit.
1: <laughs> that was interesting. Oh. That was... Oh.
3: Oh.
2: <laughs> I didn't mind it, really, because I kind of like <laughs> stupid humor <laughs> like that. It wasn't bad. <laughs>
4: Kind of Jackson the, just texted somebody and said, Oh, that's right, enjoy King. Oh, that's oh, you're communicating with Sweet Sweet Kai.
0: Yeah, I, and I then quickly realized I was like, Wait, I can just text him. What am I
4: doing? Jackson's using the engineer design facilities text inbox to text sweet sweet Kai.
2: Yeah. And
4: calling him King. Doug you call any of your friends King? I don't.
3: No. Yeah, I if don't. You, if you do stop.
2: <laughs> well I, I don't.
3: Childish.
0: (laughs) To call your friends king?
3: Well, yeah, call yourself king, one of the two.
0: It's just kind of like, I would call it youth nomenclature. What? Youth nomenclature just to be like, yeah, what up, king? Like, oh, I see you, king. I don't know. It's like meme talk. I I
3: guess it would be childish. Nomenclature. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. Like the use of
4: words, phrase or something.
2: Nomenclature.
4: Vernacular. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Real nice. Um, real nice. Uh, you can text Lord. in Engineer Design Facilities, text inbox 314-881-TMA5. It's Engineer Design Facility sponsor of our text inbox here on the Ryan Kelly morning after, as we are in our Munganas, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour from the Michelob, Ultra Studios Engineered Design Facilities has been our text inbox sponsor since we arrived at Hubbard Radio St. Louis. And if you have visibility to your company or place of businesses, commercial fire alarm panel and system, email fire at edf-rg.com. Nelva Technician, come out and provide a free evaluation of your system and offer the most competitive contract pricing in the market. And you can also check them out anytime at edf-rg.com. They are the official commercial fire alarm services and solutions provider of TMA. EDF can handle all your company's security and surveillance needs from surveillance cameras to access card readers to facial recognition software and everything in between its engineered design facilities. You can use our TMA STL app to communicate directly with the show if you are not going to text in via the Engineer Design Facilities text inbox. And uh, all you do is you go on the app, if you haven't downloaded it, download it, it's the bee's knees, and then just click send message. And it can go to everybody on the show or you can communicate directly with one of us. And who knows, maybe you will wind up cybering with the hosts or producers of TMA. And what an exciting uh, thing that could be for you.
2: Really, really would be. (laughs) We're all looking for exciting things.
4: Hello. (laughs) Uh, Let me see what I got here. Uh, Guys, I heard the man and woman presser in full for the first time on the replay today. That's got to be approaching the 10th anniversary of that. I know it was March of 2013. That's one I, I
1: will know. always play every 10 days. Will you? It's too good. It's a classic. It's too good. I'll pepper it in randomly. Sometimes it'll be 1 a.m. You know, sometimes you're going to have to really find it yeah. and stay up late. But that it, it's just perfect. It's gold mm-hmm. the entire time. I don't know if there.
4: I've listened to it since we were listening to it live uh, in 2013. And it was March Ooh. 2013. I think it was like Producer Joe's second to last day producing it, which means Producer Joe's been gone for a decade. Wow. Hard to that? believe. Uh, I heard the man and woman presser in full for the first time on the replay today. Listening to this 10 years ago and knowing where you guys are now, it is almost incomprehensible to imagine how different of a world you are in with Hubbard. Night and day seems to not even be enough to describe the difference. Wow. I didn't email the show, but felt so overwhelmed by the Swokes picks today that I had to send a note. Congrats to you guys. That's from Jay Williams. Uh, What a kind what a kind message yeah. that's what uh, that's what spurred his message via the tma stl app
1: huh it's, yeah that i wasn't on the show i was just a part Where of were you stations. but you
4: were a part of it you were board happening yeah. what on weekends or nights or yeah were you I, I was apply?
1: doing uh i was doing the closet 1380 because i just got done <laughs> interning with joe rod and was hired full-time and that was like right when the transition was beginning
2: that was a nice facility that studio well, the closet, yeah. It was about
1: half the it size a of, a, of a walk-in the, closet. Well, the yeah. phone, you have to have it on ring behind you, but the closet is so small. Literally, like, when you're on air or somebody calls, it sounds like right. it's, like, your phone right next it to the It was the, the
2: size mic. of a large phone booth. Yeah.
1: But, yes, I was sitting in the corner there and uh, pretty embarrassed. Oh, were you? Uh, but I was still young in my radio career, mm-hmm. so still.
3: Oh, you, know, you learned a lot. Oh. I'm there were a lot of huge stars going through there.
1: Well, I, I learned Uh-oh. that, like...
4: Uh-oh, shrapnel is about to be distributed. Yeah, you said
2: that with some level of sarcasm.
4: <laughs> well,
1: I kind of learned at the time that, like, just because it's a radio station doesn't mean they have money. So, you know, because, like, I'm <laughs> yeah, having well, a well, that's <laughs> true. That much is checks true. bounce, and it's like, oh, wait, mm. I, this isn't as, you know... I, I thought this was, like, an up-and-up business, but yeah. this is my second check in a row that has been bounced.
2: To pick up on that, you must have been cut from executive cloth.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, Western really gave me the... Uh, all the tools that I needed
3: you weren't bored off for any of the women's things were you
1: yeah I was doing weekends and I was helping fill in with some of the women's stuff so I would uh, fill in for Owen Troyer when he couldn't get his bike out of the garage um, and all those other couldn't get his bike out of the garage (laughs) he rode a bike to work but um, yeah
4: (laughs) he's running bigger better things yeah for sure Uh, guys guys, my wife heard it for the first time too and asked if it was a parody that's from (laughs) Cleevy Wade no, yeah, I, might have to, I might have to go listen to the Swope's pins again and uh, and refresh my memory on the magic. I wonder who Swope interviewed for that. Might have been me, I don't know, for that press conference thing. I think we were all in the studio. I don't know who was running the board then for us. I think Zach was. Oh, all right, nicely done. Iggy. You're probably right. Uh, but Joe Roderick uh, had been banished from the building <laughs> because Dan Marshall said that he was... Uh, in debt to him for brokering time, so he banished him from the building. Producer Joe was leaving the industry, which he had planned on doing anyway. But when he saw that, felt even better about his decision. And uh, me, Doug the cat, and producer Joe were in the studio while this press conference was going on. And I remember Joe was on the ground laughing so hard at it, and I, Doug, I wet myself. You did, I wet really? myself. Oh. I did. Just a little Cytheria squirt, but either no. way, uh, there, there certainly was some brine shot.
2: <coughs> Gosh. I, I was oh, having... Buck Swope
4: just texted me. Buck Swope just texted oh, me. Oh, he did. And I immediately have to break into programming if uh, that happens. Iggy was the interview guest uh, for the Soat. And then right behind that, a producer, Joe, texted my phone March 14th for the presser. This is producer Joe and his dates. So March 14th, so we'll be approaching the 10th anniversary coming up. And uh, Buck Swope uh, says he interviewed you, Higgy, for uh, that so. Don't remember that.
2: <laughs> now, why would you say it that way? You, you almost seem disgusting. I'm just being
3: honest. I don't remember oh. being interviewed for that, but if he said so. Yeah.
2: Probably happened.
3: I haven't heard the segment. Well, I mean, I was honest when I said I've never heard of Swope's picks. So I don't know.
1: Uh-uh. It's a. It really is a really good. Uh, man, is it good?
4: I think I probably will go back and listen to that. That I probably will today. As a matter of fact. Will you? Yeah, I will.
3: I, I said put the I AirPods wanted
4: pods in, and I uh, and I just sit and relax and listen, and it'll put me in a good place.
3: Maybe that's how I get Dan Marshall for a podcast. Hey, we're coming up for the. Tenure. So you're
4: efforting him for? Uh, I would love to interview Pepper and Genie oh, yeah. straight to the web. No, just
3: podcast straight to the web put it on you know if you got a wrap, you can go find it somewhere but Ugh. maybe that's a way of saying hey it's a t- coming up on the 10-year anniversary of that press conference and you introducing the man and the woman i'd
4: love to talk about that i don't know if that's a road he'd like to travel back down Probably
1: not. i'd worry about honestly your safety during the interview because oh, be he cold. could snap on a dot da- like uh, on a, you know just maybe a question or comment
2: something that would just
3: that'd be fine
2: he had a pretty big profile around town there for a while, but I haven't seen hide nor hair of him since. Smart.
3: I like that phrase, hide nor hide hair. Hide nor hair. Yeah, that'd be part of the interview. What are you doing now? Nice question. You know, still, really was nice posting question. topless pictures on Instagram. That was the last, that's the last one I saw of him.
2: Well, you've kind of done that, haven't you?
3: Uh, not lately.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but you have done I mean,
3: it. I never posed in my bedroom saying, what do you think?
2: We've posed a black magazine. <laughs> I'd love to see that post.
3: <laughs> oh, it's, it's on there somewhere. Um, well, yeah, I was in my, like, 30s. Not 50 ish. Look at him working out. No, just.
4: Anyway, I doubt he'll get back to me.
3: But...
2: Oh, yeah, probably not. Uh,
4: during that interview on Swope's Picks, Iggy literally said how much he loves Swope's Picks. What a liar. That's from Hyman the Roth.
3: Mm. Well, obviously, I was trying to make him feel good. <laughs> I do that to people. I try to be nice. No. What are they gonna say? <laughs> yeah, Buck, thanks for having me on. Never listened to any of your stuff. What do you got? Oh, you try to make people feel good. You ever listen to any of my D-list interviews? No. Now it's time to talk to one of my favorite actors. She's on my new favorite show. I've never seen an episode. Oh. You just make them feel good.
2: It's a nice gesture on your
3: part. Yeah. So I don't think it's a lie when you're you're lying to make somebody feel good about themselves. So that's what I did to Swap. Yeah. No. There you go.
2: So you, you hate Swope's picks. But you no, I've never
3: heard like... them, so I can't say if they're good or bad. You really haven't listened? No. I have never enjoy it. Because the only time I ever they ever play is when we're off the next day, and I'm not getting up to listen yeah, to but the you radio. you PLTD. I've never done that. I've never podcasted. I've never gone back and listened to a show.
4: Do you podcast anything, bro? Uh,
3: not really. I don't get into podcasts. Just ASMR.
2: Hmm. <laughs> ASMR every day? Or how often do you do ASMR? <laughs>
3: I don't know. Might as want to relax.
2: A couple times a week, or what kind of schedule?
3: It depends on if a new, like if uh, ASMR Taylor or my new favorite uh, ASMR, uh, Laney.
1: Oh wow! There's a Lainey new Spicer. love interest.
3: Laney Spicer. She is. She is one of the best out there, and I'm surprised she only has, has like thirty-two thousand followers. Um, and I commented on her post the other day because I love these scissors she was using. Oh. And I said you ought to do a video just with the small scissors. And uh, I said, we're gonna we'll try to build up your uh, your subscribers here. So go out there. it's uh, ASMR Laney, LA oh, heavens I
1: getting a percentage of followers and
3: I uh, and just go uh-huh. it really That's takes like when I. Yeah, it takes nothing to subscribe. Just go okay, clip subscribe I did. I did it. Iggy asked me to do it. Let um, <gasps> see if we can't build her up. She is good though she's she's attractive, she's very friendly. Oh. she doesn't do uh, you
2: think you have a chance with her?
3: Well, I'm not trying to do anything.
4: I'm just, I I'm love her videos. Her well, I,
3: I, I'm trying to help her out.
4: She's very good at what she I'd does. I'd like to help out Ella Reese Jackson's on board with me on this. You can follow her on the Twitter tweets at Ella Reese, and then for some reason, XXX is after her name. And Jackson, where do you follow her on Instagram?
0: Uh, just have a pair of eyes, and you can see Ella Reese Baby. Um, she only posts. Doug, it's oh, Ella Reese Baby. Apparently. She only posts a story about, oh, every 45 seconds, so. Oh.
3: Be ready for that Instagram. (laughs) I guess some of these girls are getting around the Instagram that um, there's this it's a site I follow called Tokabees.
2: Well, what is that?
3: It's just a (laughs) bunch of good-looking girls that post different things. Oh. Um. It's usually it's usually big ass. Oh. (laughs) Gosh. You know, just like skinny waist and just a huge ass. Uh. Um. But they're they're in like mesh tops where it's like see-through. You can see the nipple and everything. But I guess that's not considered naked because they're not getting pulled. Hello. So I guess that's a way of getting around the nudity on Instagram. It's just, <laughs> that's
2: what you're following.
3: Wear something see-through. I don't know. Well, there's some good-looking women on there. Yeah. Tocabies.
4: Okay. Doug, do you have anything you'd like to uh, recommend no, to see their bu- their brand, no. uh, build?
2: I'm not I'm not pushing anybody's ASMR videos or anything. Why don't
3: you go subscribe ASMR Laney, L A N I.
2: I'm not into ASMR.
3: <laughs> How do you know?
2: What's the percentage? Well, I've, heard I've heard you do it.
1: But what's the percentage of the, like horny dude? Do people actually liking the ASMR? That's a nice sound? question.
3: Yeah. Well, if if I you're on there for the that, then you're you're on there for the wrong reason. It's there's nothing sexual about it. Now there are some porn stars are doing ASMR. Oh, there's no. some, you know, girls doing topless ASMR haircut videos.
1: The only reason I ask... But they're not very good. If because I like watching video game streamers every now and then. I'll be honest. I'm I'm not, you know, one to shy away. You watch
4: Manuel? Well, he's a video game streamer plug. You no, know,
1: I watch some, like, I'm a big Apex Predators guy that's a, a, a video game. Um, And so I'll watch, you know, some of the pros. And there's a couple females that are really good, but they're really popular in their streams and they're good at the game. But they're also wearing super, and they're not porn stars, there's nothing porn about them, but they do have, like, low-cut negligee to where clearly a a nipple is about to pop out, but they're gaming, but I think that intensified the subscribers, so that's kind of where I'm getting at, to where, you know, most guys shouldn't be watching that for the boob, they should be watching it for the content, similar to the ASMR, it's... Not porn, but there's still some really creepy, horny dudes out there that oh, yeah. look at it as such.
3: But what some of them are doing, um, there's one that I, the two that I like. I like uh, scissors, haircuts, and I like cleaning. Uh, cleaning? <laughs> cleaning?
2: Like a vacuum cleaner? That no, not something
3: loud. Just like, you know, a video of, uh, you know, like a duster. Just very Ooh, dusting the, the, the mirror, things like that. Yeah. Oh, um, Don't make
2: that noise.
3: So, and some of them will have a Patreon Where, if you want to see more risque me cleaning, you know, topless or whatever, you can join their Patreon. But then they have just regular videos. So there's two ways of doing it. Either you suck at ASMR, but you know it's popular, so you make yourself with your boobs popping out, or you got a thong on with your ass hanging out, and you do it, people will follow you there, but you're not really good at ASMR. Or you're really good at ASMR and you know you can get a lot of followers, but you get more with Patreon and people will pay for it, then you do that. But. If you're on there just trying to see boobs, I mean, you know, don't go to ASMR. No, I would, yeah. But I will say that the ones that have the most followers are attractive. I'm not Imagine showing, that. I'm not showing showing skin, but very rarely do you have, you know, like a Jeffco 3 doing ASMR and having a lot of followers, even though they're very good at it. Oh. Um, but if you're good at ASMR and you're attractive, that's why I'm surprised Laney only has 32,000, because she is very good looking, but she's very good at what she does.
2: Now, what would good ASMR sound like? I see you have a pair of scissors in your hands well, right you,
3: now. you want a 30-second ASMR? Yeah. All right. Oh, no. Hi, welcome to the salon today. You just want a little off the top? Okay, I like that. You want to keep the bangs? Okay, let's, let's start. Is that okay? A little bit more?
2: Oh, for crying in a bucket.
3: Oh, I like this. This is a little bit off the edge. <laughs> There's your ASMR. Oh, my God, Doug. Soft cows for all. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not Man. supposed to get a boner. Well, what are you supposed to get relax. for Relax. You actually get, if you're into ASMR and it's good, you get tingles around the back of your neck.
0: I couldn't be more stressed. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I did. Just the opposite for you. I saw, I'm sorry. Mm. No, you really do get tingles. Uh, you just feel tingles going up uh, your
4: neck. I don't know. Some Remember when Iggy like said the study on who talks the most on the show was a lie? Doug, that's from Larry Thornton. He's <laughs> yeah. a big fan of the
3: Missouri No, Well, Times. we were talking about ASMR, and mm-hmm. that's why I talked.
2: And you're the expert on that subject.
3: I think I am. Yeah. And believe it or not, this was like, uh, when did, uh, when the shoe guy took over and we were in St. Yeah. Charles? <laughs> Before Tim came over from 920 to run it, I was doing a show with uh, Brendan Schaefer, rock and somebody else from, like, noon to 2.
1: Oh, wasn't that the Iggy Treehouse?
3: No, that was... We were still in 1380 then. Kegler's Corner. We called it Behind the Glass because we were all producers uh-huh. doing a show uh, or board ops. And I started talking about ASMR one day, and people had no clue what I was talking about. No. And I didn't know what I was talking about because I brought it up on the air. I said, I don't know what it is, but I love getting haircuts. It just... it, it I feel good when I get a haircut. <sighs> Wow. <laughs> and then I said, I wonder if there's any videos out that have just people doing haircuts. And it was a thing called ASMR, and I didn't even know what it was.
2: No, you couldn't have known.
3: And Schaefer looked it up. He goes, it's something about Meridian, whatever. Um, and I found out there's like a, two billion people. They're subscribed to ASMR.
2: Two billion?
3: Yeah. Like.
2: Two billion out of seven billion on earth.
3: Yeah. That's like, correct. Like a third. That's correct. Like a, a four, that many people 25% are. 25% of the country is. Of the world. That's of the correct. world is that's into the nice. ASMR. Well, but look at Ting Ting. She's almost got three million followers. 3 All 3 she does is ASMR. Is a long
4: way from two billion. <laughs> but
3: that's just one person.
4: That's Ting Ting. Brian Henshin's Ting Ting too.
3: Yeah. Mm. And young. Um, but then I found out what it was. What? And now. Look at all these people talking about, you got porn stars doing ASMR, you got Aubrey Plaza doing ASMR videos. Oh,
0: is she? Boy, that's got to be your favorite. <laughs> Here we go. It's
4: everything all coming together.
3: <laughs> yeah, so, Literally. I mean, when you have... Probably because they listen to the show at some point.
0: I haven't seen the text line roll like this in a long time. It Boy, is they, a they hot
3: machine right they, now. They, it they,
0: is moving.
3: They what is hot Aubrey with the, Plaza uh, the scissors?
0: What is Aubrey Plaza doing on ASMR? Just not real happy
2: with
3: the content. I don't know. She's doing an ASMR, <laughs> and... I, and Oh my god. Just to, to clear up a uh, Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza real quick. Anybody watch <laughs> clear
1: that one up. Has
3: anybody watched uh Clear the Line. Has anybody watched on Netflix Wednesday?
0: No. Well, it was have you seen too dark. Wednesday? With Jenna should... Ortega? Yeah. Yeah. I have not, but I want to. I mean
3: she's like a mini Aubrey Plaza.
0: She's okay. good. Well yeah, I think like good. the character like of Wednesday Adams is kind of like right up Aubrey Plaza's alley. That... Yeah pale skin, dark hair. Well, that's
3: what I'm saying. And her demeanor is almost like Aubrey Plaza. So, anyway.
0: Nice
2: little story, though. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, they could be sisters. Yeah. Just a few years
4: younger.
2: Okay.
4: All right, read the text, Tim. Well, there's a lot. Uh, please stop. That's from Dave in Maryland mm. Heights with uh, an exclamation point. Uh, Welcome to the part of the show where Iggy seamlessly blends five stories no one cares about. That's from Gage, Mm. the animal. Uh, All right, enough. You've given the pervy little geriatric 15 minutes to discuss (laughs) how he gets moist with his haircuts Uh at some sezumy timbers. Iggy, you got a dampness situation?
3: No, I told you it's not a sexual
4: thing. Enough of this damn ASMR talk. Nobody effing cares. That's from Ray King. He always goes with caps uh minute bowl eligible says i got this fantastic idea for a show that features a group of board operators as hosts how about that whole how about that whole mm. how about that whole deal uh timestamp, seven fifty eight a.m march 8th 2023 creepiest bit of all time i have to leave now that's from mr <laughs> 63011 mm. doug he has a very fast golf cart
2: yes he does i bet everyone's relaxed though
4: from that little bit of sniffing that he did <laughs>
3: Again, if you don't so. if you don't know what ASMR is, you probably think it's creepy. It's not creepy.
4: Uh, now somebody has pivoted to the weather situation. It's currently sleeting in downtown St. Louis. Is that considered winter weather? Thank you. That's from the three one four.
3: No, it sleets in the summer, spring, fall, winter. It sleets. <laughs> it does Sleets all
4: four seasons. <laughs> it does not. Uh, KG in O Town, Doug. He will be uh, in studio. No, uh, or in Jackson's Horton Watkins studio on Monday with the Plowhawk vacationing this segment Iggy does the same ASMR bit he's done a baker's dozen times before uh baker's dozen's time before is brought to you by Dr. Biondo are we a real sponsor? Nah but we got some hotties up in here mm-hmm. that's from KG and he's in O-Town
2: right.
3: Right. why don't you talk about all the sponsors you've gotten Oh, <laughs>
2: you're going to be happy to see him when he comes in next week aren't you not particularly. Oh. Well, we have one just big happy family here. We don't want to see our Yeah,
3: rift. the employees are, and the employees love each other.
4: No, he's an employee.
3: Well, obviously, he's not, because he trashes other employees, which nobody else oh, does around here. Oh, so you're here. saying
4: he's a problem in the room. We got a problem in the room?
3: No, he won't be in the room. He'll be in the cuck studio.
4: Let's
0: spend <laughs> some time here. Damn, this is my home, bro. The well. The studio. No one getting cucked in here, baby.
3: No, I always... I always called where I was, the Cuck Studio, so.
0: That's fair. It is, I mean, I guess, I do have a dunce cap in here, so I could, uh. I have
3: you? Yeah. Any place small, I call it. Do Cuck you really studio. have a dunce cap in there?
0: Yeah, remember that listener, like, a year ago sent us a bunch of. Oh, yeah. The little, like, DIY dunce caps.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, wasn't so, it a white hat that just said dunce on it?
0: Yeah, in the shape of cone. I'd consider that a dunce oh, cap. Oh, I just got I a white
3: too. ball cap that says dunce on it.
0: Yeah, we did get those at the, uh, dotum.
3: I think I still got a box of six of those
4: a scott's wrinkled ball sack oftentimes propositioning members of the dais in this case he is just saying too Tim, many times the, the man woman sewed airs i still can't believe what i am listening to what a bunch of real dumbasses it's a great sew though one of the best sets from scott's wrinkled mm. ball sack
2: okay a lot of I people seem, seem gotta to be go and listen
4: it? i'm gonna podcast swopes pins today i can't wait to podcast it well everybody knew it was gonna fail i knew it. Was i would gonna recommend fail. it to our audience swopes pins What's that again? I said
3: everybody knew it was going to fail. I knew it was going to fail, and still accept this job offer because he offered me something I couldn't say no to. Little did I know that what was two that? months later we weren't going to get paid. But
4: well, it was a it was a good amount <laughs> it was of money. The live golf of radio. Oh, yeah. A lot of money. And
2: then the checks would come out, and the parking lot would look like the start of a NASCAR race. <laughs> After Just a few months, yeah. Everyone
0: to get to the bank first.
3: It was good for a couple months. I mean, the show sucked, but it was good for a couple months. I was getting paid.
0: <laughs> He'd pray to be in morning drive, I guess, right, Doug? Oh, <laughs> he didn't get out there early. It was never fun. Yeah,
4: <laughs> Even as good <laughs> get as... i give some uh, behind the scenes. That was the time at Iggy... You know while people certainly bust his balls for taking that job i totally understand the reasoning i didn't wasn't by any means mad I, people leave and want to do whatever's best for them god bless them i, I support it but we did have the, the conversation relative to what you're saying being cautionary that yes the money in the short term is more but just be careful because i don't think it's probably going to be around this time next year but the the thing that was holding th- things up And I don't know if I told you exactly what it was, but that was the first time that Tommy and I had ever met. Tommy now who we uh, are working with at Hubbard St. Louis. And he was at Emmis at the time. And Emmis owned Casey, The Point, um, which Hubbard acquired, Doug, was that five years ago? I don't know the years, Tim. Four years ago. And that's what Tommy oversaw. And we started talking about the possibility of us coming over there, and I recall meeting with him, um, and so this is a decade ago, first time I met him, and we were talking about that possibility as a, a real possibility, and I believe when you called me to tell me about taking the woman thing, I what did I say, you've, you've told me the story actually, and you remember it better than I do. It was something along the lines of, I don't know if, if we go there, I won't be in control of who gets hired, but if, if we do our own thing, I would be. But you had to give Dan Marshall an answer, and it was an increase in pay. So I totally understand the whole thing. Yeah, it was. Still do. You said there were, then. Do now.
3: Yeah, you said there were three offers. Uh, you said two of them you would be a part of. One of them, I'm. I can't give you a hundred percent guarantee that you would be part of it. Right. But you did say that the one that you wouldn't be part of is probably a ten percent chance of us taking it. So they're like yeah, a ninety percent. I didn't percent. think
4: it was real likely. Not that we yeah. would take it, but I didn't know if it would be on the table. I don't think. Yeah. I don't so think I said, I to. said I like the odds, but
3: what if you? I say I'm staying with you, and then you do take the one where I'm not involved. Then I'm then I'm screwed.
4: Right. Exactly. So so you made the right. Yeah. Yeah. As weird as it sounds, even though it sounds like it was a catastrophe in the moment, because all you have when you make a decision is the information that is in front of you you don't get it to make a decision with the benefit of knowing how things play out so if i was in your spot i would have done exactly what you did so there you go yeah,
3: yeah you i was kind of lied to was told that they got a lot of sponsors lined up and we're going to do great and well i've been down that road with yeah.
4: shows before the girls we have come when i was in, the person gonna... that was quote unquote in charge where they're telling me that they got a bunch of sponsors yeah and then it doesn't happen and then the shows don't last and you know but yeah. that's the reason yeah, that's you what don't it was. Have sponsors. And he so said, "We got some great shows coming
3: around. in. You're going to have fun producing all these women. They're they've been doing this for a while, and, they, they, and none of them had done it. No, oh. They all been doing it for a while." I said, "Who are you bringing in?" Started naming out names. I said, "Well, first of all,
4: Sally, Jesse, Raphael, Katie. That's Cruz. correct. SJR. She had yeah. the glasses Doug. Mm-hmm. Red.
3: Katie Cruz and Terry it. Siegel haven't done it for ten years. Well, and they, did, like and they did, and they did FM rock, which is fine. Uh, Smash hasn't been in radio in twenty years, and he's running one of the stations." Um, nothing against those people, but I said, "What do you mean they're doing it?" And the other shows had never been on radio. So anyway, they—I got lied to about everything that was going on, and even well, somebody as good as I was. You opened up a bank account oh,
4: across yeah, the street <clears throat> from the Man Woman Studios so you could get your check to the bank immediately after receiving it. That's from SB.
1: Yeah, I did that. <laughs> what there did was you a get... Commerce Bank across the street, and you opened mm-hmm. up. a Yeah, account? I opened up a Commerce Bank account because after the two bounced checks, because I was driving all the way to. And C bank, and I forgot at the time where the closest one was, but always mine would bounce. <laughs> and so I just took my check and just ran across the street every payday and ran literally. Did oh, you, you think had about to. direct it's deposit? Absolute maybe? Rat race. I don't trust that. I, I at the time I didn't trust that place, my bank account information.
3: Okay,
1: after a couple of them bounce checks, I'm like,
3: hmm, I don't even think maybe I yeah, think I won't
1: get involved in direct deposit. Yeah, I
3: don't even think we were, we were. Uh... Given direct deposit. I don't,
1: th- there was not an option.
3: I don't think there was an option. There
1: was not an option. It was paper
3: check. There was not a direct deposit option? No, because I would have gotten it. I don't think anybody had it. That's why we're all running to the bank.
1: Because they didn't have enough money in the account for everybody, so direct deposit would show yeah. that immediately.
2: I guess,
3: yeah. Yeah, nobody would get paid. Luckily, Good there were, times, though. There were luck, a lucky, uh, t- lucky mm. few that got to the bank before everybody else. <laughs>
1: Who would usually win that race? I was always there.
3: I beat Sarah Stapart. Were, you, were you You
1: won Plowhawk? Yeah, because I had a little break in between after uh, I did Gardner and Weesey's show, and that was right when the bank opened, because I did, you know, Bubba the Love Sponge.
3: You just left Ugh. in the middle of the show. To go
1: that, to that. Left in the middle of Brendan Weesey and Crick Gardner show every payday.
4: No, oh, I, have, yes. I have told uh, glove it. love blogger uh, Tom Traven has a question for you, Iggy. Iggy, how come you always wind up getting screwed in every story that you tell? You were screwed at the Man and Woman. You were screwed in Springfield. You were screwed in Bermuda. It's quite obvious someone is being lied to.
1: He did get screwed in a bunch of those voices.
3: Though. Well, if I'm telling the truth, then who's lying? Think about that. Because nobody's come well, out and told, told you covered. otherwise. Has somebody told you he's he didn't get screwed? If nobody told you that, then I said I got screwed, so there's nobody being lied to. Has been a
2: long run of buzzard luck?
3: well it has been I mean we talk about all the jobs I've been fired from Ew. but the fact is <laughs> but the fact, it's just bad luck but the fact is a lot of them were just because new owners came in and wanted their own people in there Ew. one went out of business you know one didn't want to pay me two were new owners went out of business the man and woman uh, yeah
1: but they also yeah. didn't want to pay you either
3: and then you had 590 changed ownerships and Barrett wanted his own guys in there that was pretty obvious Considering that he already had his own guy staying at the Kirkwood Hotel, mm. um, and
4: uh, who who uh, who who uh, replaced you when he fired you for that one? And who are you who are you pr- producing for then?
3: Uh, I was producing the afternoon show. Okay. Uh, I'd rather not say who took my job because I think he's still in jail.
4: <laughs> <laughs> like so many people in the Doug, industry, it's really a nice industry. Mm-hmm. I
1: know who you're talking about, and I know the situation. I would agree with Iggy. I would wow. to venture down they have to
4: that text you boys road. in the break and find out what's doing. Still in jail. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's rough. Still in jail, and that was like 17 years ago. Oh, he definitely I remember because Jay
3: and I were doing a, uh, I don't know if we were doing a collectible show. I might mean, have still been doing Cagler's Corner with Jay, because Jay and I pretty much started Cagler's Corner, and we were doing a show a Saturday morning from Gary Voss's West County Lanes.
4: Doug, you ever been to Gary (laughs) Voss's West County
2: No, Crestwood Bowl is my home house.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and I don't know, I don't know why I was still doing it because that producer was the was the engineer for our our show that day.
2: This jailbird. Yeah. (laughs) And he he
3: asked me if I want to go have a drink with him that night. I said no, I got something to do. (laughs) And then
2: next thing you know, he's in prison. Yeah. So (laughs) the old ball and chain. Yeah, you're lucky you weren't involved in
3: the Well, I wouldn't the have been involved anyway.
1: No, I'm at just like... I don't just, know who
2: you're talking about.
3: Well, I'll tell you at the break. Um, so that was that was like, you know, new ownership came in, and Barrett wanted his own guys in there. Um, working for 1380 Simmons, they sold. We went over to, you know, above the sex shop, and they told you the same thing. What well, they told me was that uh, we don't have enough money to pay you and Joe... And I can't fire Joe, so you're gone. Mm.
1: And if you're listening to this story not knowing radio, you got felonies, you have above sex shops, you have bounce (laughs) checks. This business is luxury, if I've ever heard it.
3: Yeah, so a lot of them were change in ownership and running out of money and things like that. They weren't that I was a bad employee.
4: Larry Thornton agrees with you he says it's always bad luck Iggy gets fired it's not showing up six or seven minutes late to segments or is unwilling to do any work beyond his 15 hours work week it's not that at all it's just bad luck that's from Larry mm. Thornton
3: that felt like it was uh, you, condescending. Don't, you
4: don't you don't know me from Adam no you know this show Larry Thornton produced at KSDK for a number of years you guys didn't uh, cross paths
3: I don't think so I I I'll tell you who's being lied to. When oh, I said oh. that, I was, I was asked to go on Frank Cusimano's show one night, and I said, I'm not driving all the way downtown. And Larry Thornton said, that never happened. Well, somebody's being lied to there because it did happen.
2: What they want you on that show for? I
3: don't yeah, know. What are you going to do? You're going to hover
4: do, above the desk like Proud Joe? Yeah, I don't even know.
3: Segment? I don't even know what the topic was. I'm guessing it was. Frank something, Cusimano. Frank. I'm guessing it over. something to do with golf, I guess. But he wanted me to come on. I said, I really don't want to drive downtown at 1030 i don't need the exposure
2: no you had plenty of that Um, and you had a lot of exposure
3: so i i had enough of that doing the fan show you know going downtown the casino queen at 10 o'clock at night well Uh, you're already a big star doug's work husband (laughs)
0: that's my favorite draft
3: i was pretty much a regular on that show
0: He so clearly had to read the name after the text came in, and it was probably like a real sports question or something. And Frank had like, "Oh damn it, I gotta read the name."
1: And Iggy, what you just did is perfect for like just a mini book. If you don't want to dive into a lot of details of radio, you can just—I mean—you can literally go toe to toe with anyone in this industry with the amount of jobs and people you work with. I mean, you could literally whatever you just regurgitate that onto a page. or. You know, have like a 15, 20 page little pamphlet. There's the book. Thank you, Doug. About mm-hmm. the uh, you know, so it doesn't have to necessarily be a book. It could be you know a leaflet, a handout. Mm-hmm.
4: Oh yeah,
2: like and a pamphlet. Thomas Paine. Was that uh, Thomas Paine? Maybe an attachment on an email.
3: <laughs> yeah, maybe just that, or maybe I'll just <laughs> I'll I'll do the uh, audio book. Yeah. First, I, and then you can just go ahead nice. and copy it.
1: And then you could, yeah, literally hit record, go chronologically. It'd, it'd be your sound story right. of your career.
2: Well, he can sell you can sell your sound story. That, but you got to gotta let it rip. You got to let it
1: rip, rip. I know you did it with Learn. It was good. But this one, you that was good. go full uncensored rip session. Names, full names. Mm-hmm. Phone numbers. Years yeah. into detail. And that one would sell like
2: hotcakes. Yeah. There's this a lot the involved with that. The that, that
3: the people have received. There's a lot involved with that. I need people to do background.
2: That's true.
3: Things so well,
2: that's if you. we get sued,
3: we get sued. No, they have, you know, Who's whoever they? the publisher is would have lawyers that would check everything. But
1: Hockman, I did see on Twitter was down to do the book. Am I not? Am I correct on that? I saw that conversation the other day. He's or, got no filter. I'm kind of like in the comment section. Of I don't Twitter. even
3: know what the top. I don't know what the, topic, know what the topic was. Topic I just was. saw Hockman said we need to get going on this book, and Somebody. I was tagged in it. So I, there was something that was said before that. That he was responding to, but I have no clue what this.
1: There was a Hawkman article. Some listener responded to the Hawkman article via Twitter and tagged you, saying, "I think you need to get the book going with at Iggy Strode." And then Hawkman said, "I'm ready to do this book." Mm. So I, you got you have all the sure. pieces in place there. I Even if seen. it is an audio book, you could have him do all the legwork yeah. and really sell that thing and make a killing.
2: I would buy it. Well, the guy who. Writes it and does the legwork. He's the one's going to make a killing, as he right? should. The guy who does the work.
3: Well, no, he'll be. I'm sure I'll work some out with Hoxie. I'll Pro say, bono. You know, okay. If they're going to pay me this much for the book, I'll give you this much to write it.
2: Who's going to pay you for the book? Well,
3: I'm sure there's a publisher that would. <laughs>
2: oh, come on.
3: What do you think? I'm just going to do it myself and stand at Schnooks and sell copies. Well, you'd
2: have to. You'd have to write it and try to sell it to a publisher. Probably. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's how to it works. It advance.
3: No, I'm, I'm not going to get an advance for this book. No. I would write it, and I would send it to publishers and say you're interested.
2: Okay. Hockman would write it.
3: And Hockman will be the writer. At least you said he would. There it
4: that. is. I think we got this taken care of. Okay. Put it on
1: TMASTL website. Put nope. it in with the merch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Today, 10% off.
3: <laughs> Promo code TMA and get Iggy's book <laughs> for two bucks.
1: Well, I would, I would say
2: your site's higher, maybe twenty-four ninety-nine.
3: Yeah, and I'd probably give away free copies. Signed.
2: Is it ever going to happen? you ever going to put pen to paper? I
3: don't know. I'm tired of talking about it.
1: Oh, are you? So I didn't mean to bring it up. No, that's
3: fine. I'm just tired of the listeners. We're never going to hear this book. Maybe you won't.
1: I thought it would be a fun little pamphlet, you know? Your first five years in radio, here's a pamphlet. Second five years, here's a pamphlet.
2: At least a leaflet.
1: Yeah, just do little bits at a time. You can go to the 590 era, the 1380 era, you know? That would be fun. Uh Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I'd like to, I'd like to see it or, and/or hear it.
3: Well, I'll give you the first copy, Doug. Thank
2: you. Oh my God, Doug, signed. You yeah. have time to
4: sign it? that will be extra. Oh shoot, be <laughs> oh. <laughs> mushroom stamped. Mushroom that... stamped Hey, friends of the feather. A uh, good news, by the way, for those of you wanting hats dogs hats, TMA hats, dotem hats, any other hats you want, feel free to uh, to suggest. The best way to make sure that we see them, email me McKernan at insidestl.com. I think I have an embroidery company and the great Mike Flanagan, who handles all of the t-shirts and hoodies uh, and the golf club head covers at tmastlshop.com. Uh, what I'm going to do, Doug, because cool. he doesn't do embroidery, and what a gesture on his part. I reached out to him yesterday. Um, is I will get the hats from the embroidery company company that the billikens use matter of fact and then we'll have those shipped to mike flanagan and is it kim iggy oh, i see iggy is uh, bolted like the yeah, wind so we'll alive. get a confirmation on that later in uh, in salt lake city And then they will ship them out, so everything will still be at that hub. So if somebody were to order a hoodie and a hat, it can all be shipped from Mike Flanagan and uh, all of the work at tmastlshop.com. So we are creating those. Jackson, I communicated uh, with Jackson last night. Jackson's our fashion representative, Doug, because he's one of the youngs, Mm -hmm. and he can give us perspective. Jackson, uh, what are your thoughts on the hats, hats for bats? He's hip to
0: the thread scene. Really solid. Yeah, that's a fact.
4: And uh yeah, what should we go with? I thought the Dotem, the TMA logo, the St. Louis Dogs, that's a that's certainly a fan favorite. Anything else? I was, I was trying to think. I was communicating with the gentleman from the embroidery company last evening all hopped up on
0: pills. I think Iggy made a good point too, the uh like the PGA looking logo, um with you kind of swinging the golf club with TMA under it. I think that's a really solid like simple logo. I like that one that's a nice lot. Play. Um, it's a nice play. But, yeah, I think I always stick with the heavy hitters, the ones that we know will move. Play the which, hits. Dodem TMA, and uh, the coveted dogs hat. So I think those mm-hmm. are our, our true winners. So, you know, stick to that. And then if it works, you, know, you can grow out, you can expand, you can do more with the designs. But, you know, stick to what you know.
4: Amen. Uh, So right now, uh, everything is 10% off at tmastlshop.com. People want dogs merch. You can get it there, and we will be getting hats uh, for those classic St. Louis dogs hats as well. So the next time the uh, dogs take the field in St. Louis, which will be a week from Saturday against uh, San Jose, that merch will be available for you to wear if you are going to the game or going downtown to enjoy the fun and games. And if you go downtown, go to Maggie O'Brien's and see the great Eddie McVeigh. Eddie McVeigh and Maggie O'Brien's have been in that area right across from City Park for decades. And one of their biggest nights ever took place this past Saturday as fans came to hang out before and after the game after the first home game for the Doggies. It's Maggie O'Brien's. You know what you're going to get. It's a great Irish pub, locally owned, a first-class owner who everybody loves, and Eddie McVeigh with food you know, food you love, a place you know, a place you love. It's Maggie O'Brien's right across from City Park, and it's not just for Dogs game, for Blues games, and also for Cardinal games. Maggie O'Brien's longtime sponsor of the Ryan Kelly morning after. It is 821 in St. Louis. We are in the Michelob Ultra Studios. We'll close out our Munganas St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota 7 o'clock hour and come back with our appliance discounters 8 o'clock hour. Send your emails in for the design air, heating, and cooling email today. The morning after at InsideSTL.com We have uh, the Munganass Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown coming up along with wonderful audio. Uh, That is all coming up next here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.